1: Welcome to Fantasy Football with Mozzie and the Muscle. I'm the Muscle, joined by my co-host who has some drip in both senses of the word. Mozzie. Hey,
0: got that seasonal nasal drip, baby. But uh, you look at fly. But i uh, look and fly. Yeah, my friend actually sent me a uh, picture of a, a jacket yesterday that he's like, I can no longer fit into this. Would any of you want it? And I... My res- exact response was, sir, I am not funky fresh enough to pull off that drip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what uh, What was it like?
0: It was um, a mostly black jacket, but the upper half was like all patterned out wild. Kind of like the Southwest America. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. That kind of, print, I don't know what it's called, but that type of, print, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Hmm. <laughs> but i was so, like sir i cannot pull that off hey you know some, yeah. sometimes you
1: got to get out of your comfort zone you know with with fashion a bit then you're like yeah, wait but,
0: like if i wear a jacket like that someone's gonna come up to me because they're like oh this guy's cool and then they talk to me and they're like wow i was misled oh so it's like it's like a lifestyle
1: <laughs> choice type of thing got it yeah yeah <laughs> oh boy but um speaking of choices <laughs> uh a lot of teams are making choices to uh, rest players this weekend so we've got a lot of shit to parse through here um (laughs) we should say though
0: we love week 18
1: yeah week 18 is a blast because if you're paying attention you usually do well (laughs) um
0: your main slate's gonna have like three games that don't matter so you can it kind of narrows things down within a wider pool mm -hmm. which is great
1: yeah and like most people are paying attention but you are gonna get the people who just like kind of miss miss some stuff and You'll get, you'll get a little bit of rake paid back from people just not paying attention, at least in, like, certain stuff. Um, but we're going to kick off with Cleveland and Cincinnati. Uh, we both have Cincinnati here. This kind of falls under the game category of can kind of get rid of it on the main slate. Um, yeah. So Cincinnati is favored by 7 now, 37-point total. We're taking Cincy. Um, Cleveland's resting a bunch of guys. I think the only thing maybe you would look at here is if you're looking at, like, um, early slate, or if you're looking at, like, a 3K min guy, some of these, like, values and backups. Um, like, you know, Cleveland, you're probably going to see some Kevin Harris. But, again, they haven't, like, officially ruled out any running backs. Um, like, you might see some Harrison Bryant. A tight end of this is Do what?
0: Pierre Strong.
1: Yeah, Pierre Strong. Is that who I meant? Oh, Kevin Harris is Patriots. They were both – sorry, they were both Patriots. But, yes, Pierre Strong is see. I mean. Thank you, thank you. So we might see some Pierre Strong. Um, and then, like, at receiver – a lot of guys are out, so we're going to be getting, like... We might we might get a lot of Cedric Tillman, but, again, it's all kind of gross because we got Jeff Driscoll heading it. Um,
0: hey, it's a Jeff Driscoll revenge game.
1: It is. It's funny. Um, his picture is still the Cardinals uniform, I think, on a lot of <laughs> stuff. awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, and then Bengalside, um, T's doubtful, and I don't think Uzi is going to play. Jamar has said he's going to play. But I think we've kind of agreed on he's going to try to get his four receptions and then right. get to a hundred and then bounce. So I yeah, think he's like, going
0: to play a drive.
1: Yeah, maybe two. So I think like Trent and Irwin is kind of interesting at that point because with T out and if Chase plays only like a little bit, he's kind of the main guy.
0: I think it was pretty clear from what we saw in person that Chase was not a hundred percent. Oh, for sure, definitely not. And then I think he even said something about it too.
1: He said he was like seventy or seventy something percent, is how he worded it.
0: Which and is then, still yeah. better than a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. And then the only thing of note in this game, um, as far as like motivation or incentive, is Joe Mixon needs two touchdowns to uh, get a hundred thousand. So I think they might push him for that, which makes everything suck more because like if he yeah. if they have him active and they get in range and they try to get him that, like it's gonna take for everyone else and. And that's kind of a theme is some of these incentives just make it suck for everybody else more than like make you want to play them. I think
0: because otherwise Chase Brown would be in a pretty nice spot, Uh, Mm -hmm. but now (laughs) you can almost expect that Chase Brown's going to get more work and Mixon's going to get the,
1: yeah, you kind of need Chase to just fully house it.
0: Yeah. Which is possible. I mean, Uh he is both chases are scary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You you need Chase Brown to fully house it. I should (laughs) uh, contextualize, but
0: I do wanna say my first lineup I did, I picked Jeff Driscoll Revenge game. Um because he was stupid cheap and then just loaded up on stars.
1: Yeah, there there are a lot of ways you can get cheap. Like if you stack up like Rams, Niners with some of those cheapas, you can just load up on studs and stuff. So there are a lot of ways to go if you like if you wanna dive down into some of these games that don't matter. <laughs> it's it makes it a little tough. But um I have no clue what Boyd's gonna do. That's like the spot where I'm clueless. I'm like, I don't know if Boyd is gonna play at all or sub or the whole game or what. So, right. but for me, this game's kind of an ignore.
0: Yeah, for the most part, I'm not really touching this game. I'll mm-hmm. probably change the lineup I did. It was just sort of a, you know, I wanna see what happens if I put in Driscoll and I was able to get like JT, Amon Ra, and Lamb.
1: It? Yeah, just I mean, Driscoll fun. runs, so you have that going for you, but. That's true. I did, I so like, this is gonna be obsolete by the time you hear it, but. Uh, I I took like his anytime touchdown at plus nine hundred and then Irwin's at uh plus seven fifty. Nice once once they finally put a bods. So Yeah,
0: other than that, uh it's pretty gross.
1: Pretty, yeah, not pretty gross. Not looking wonderful there. Um but next up we've got Tampa at Carolina. Um one this team game actually
0: matters. <laughs> yeah.
1: One team has has playoffs on the line. Tampa needs to win. Yeah. And then they're winning in I believe. Yep. If so. they
0: win, they are in. They control their death. If they lose, they need a lot of shit to happen.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, they they are, they are winning in, so they're going to be going pretty ham. Um, Carolina has been out of contention for a while, so I think they're going to keep playing the same, which is kind of what you hope for on these. Like, if it, if it, if the whole thing doesn't matter, you usually want it to be like one team has just been done for so long that they're not going to let more shit hit the fan. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they're not going to rest players because now they're just playing for pride.
1: Yeah. Um. Injury wise. Mike Green is out for Tampa and Trey Bomber's questionable and then for Carolina. Mingo's on IR, uh Hayes is out, and is doubtful, and then Cade Mays, their left guard, is is doubtful as well. Zoinks. Yeah. Um Mar- Mar- Marquis oh, Haynes, not Hayes. I was like, I think i typed that wrong. Um so for Tampa, love Rashad White. Um, he's expensive, but if you go that like cheap stack or something, you can definitely get him.
0: Yeah, I'm going to pull up DraftKings right now, actually. I meant to do that, just so I can see some of the values here. Yeah, so... Um, ra- like, you could go Baker and and get Rashad White, probably.
1: Yeah, like, you could do, like, Baker White-Mevins or Baker White-Godwin and then run it back. So I'm I'm kind of... This game is, is, is nice in the sense that, like, Thielen, in theory, should do well. Um, That's the tough part. But, like, you can use Chark or Tremble... Like it's gonna. I feel like it's probably gonna be pretty condensed between those three at this point.
0: So I actually do like Tremble, and part of the reason why is because the Panthers don't have their kicker. Yeah, they're um, gonna.
1: I don't know if they brought one up or brought one in or not.
0: They probably did, but you just never feel as comfortable with the spot kicker. <laughs> yeah, spot kicker. Um, that you just, you know, brought in as opposed to the one that's been on your yeah, team. Yeah,
1: Matthew Wright is who they brought in.
0: Yeah, so they're going to be going for it more, and they're going to go for two more. And if there's one guy on this team that just loves getting the ball in the end zone, it's Tommy Tremble. Mm-hmm. So if I could bet that he gets a two-point conversion, I would do that. I unfortunately can't. <laughs> <laughs> but that is... uh Like, he's only going to have three catches this game, but it might be three for a touchdown and a two-point, and he gets like 12 points.
1: Yeah, he he, work, he works in DFS, too, if you want to go cheap, because he's the min-price. So right. a lot of these min-price guys are on don't-matter games or don't-matter teams. Like Technically, Tremble is on a don't-matter team, but they've been a don't-matter team all year, basically. <laughs> so, And Tampa's been awful against tight ends, and I think he missed their first game, so he didn't get to reap the benefits, Correct. and, and um, Hurst was probably it, too, depending on what their buy was. So. Correct. Yeah, I, I think he's kind of interesting here. Um and he's
0: super cheap. There's a lot of expensive tight ends. If you got 12 points out of like a min price Tommy Trump, that's huge.
1: Mm-hmm. You're looking good at that point. But yeah, main Tampa guys are cool. Running back with I think with Carolina works. Otherwise, it's about it.
0: Carolina, I think J.C. Horn is questionable. He obviously matches up better against Mevins.
1: Yeah, I believe he played last week, so I'm expecting him just to, to play. I
0: th- yeah, I think. Hmm. Um, I did want to mention, I don't hate Bryce Young either. Even though Tampa oh, gets yeah. a lot of pressure and it is risky, I do expect them to throw a lot. I think mm-hmm. Bryce Young has, I'll say, secretly turned a little bit of a corner because it's getting absolutely no coverage. Yeah, he, it's definitely been getting better. It's been getting a lot better. So, <laughs> And he's also stupid cheap on DK, if I remember correctly. he is.
1: He's 48, fine. yeah. He's priced with yeah. like these backups that are playing like, last week was rough, but against Green Bay, a, a notably shit defense, he got 25, so.
0: Yeah, he tor- He he honestly kind of torched him.
1: Yeah, Ojo oh, Um,
0: And Tampa is a complete pass funnel, as we know.
1: Yeah, and it's not like Carolina runs great to start with.
0: No. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't hate Bryce Young. I'll even throw him in the stream part here, just because I think the volume is going to be immense.
1: Yeah. All right, yeah, they'll definitely they'll definitely try to play spoiler. That's what you always got like about the division stuff. But yeah, next up, and this weekend's all divisional, so I was I love that. Um, next up, we have got Jacksonville, Tennessee. We both have Jacksonville here. Total of only forty-one. Jacksonville player by three and a half. Total's gone up. Spreads um, tightened. Ha.
0: Um, that was <laughs> unintentional. Then I realized is I said really that. Really close. It makes sense that the spread is tightened. <laughs> If <laughs> it's so hard to say that and not laugh. <laughs> um if Will Levis was playing, I would probably be taking Tennessee. This is in Tennessee. They have they've beaten Jacksonville at like in Tennessee so many times since we've been recording. Like mm-hmm. two years ago, this is a Derrick Henry two hundred yard, two touchdown game. Um things change derrick henry has lost probably half a step Hmm. uh just in age but with lawrence and now Tannehill, i do still i am
1: taking yeah there's a so there's a lot of milestones on the jacksonville side that i'm not really worried about just in terms of like they just want to win but for tennessee um so this one's more funny i don't think it's really achievable here but if, if henry were able to get 286 rush yards he would get paid half a mil um, oh my god. But but the, the more realistic one, I think all of these milestones are 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 gettable, achievable, as I should probably say. Um so Hopkins, he gets paid at each of seven catches, forty nine yards, and two touchdowns. Um this is might this might be one of the only ones that I think is actually like directly actionable. Um as far as betting it, it's it's toast to like the like the first time odds came up, it was shit. So I'm like, okay, I'm not I'm gonna leave that. I think right away I did the D hop twice or two tutty, but otherwise, it's like just if you want to play him, do him as a run back to Jacksonville stack. Hope they actually push for the incentive and ride that. Otherwise, like most of the stuff isn't super useful. Um, injury-wise, we mentioned Levis. Um, Farley's out. Brunskill's questionable, but hasn't practiced. And then McClendon from their D-line rotation's out. And for Jacksonville, Jeez. Trevor, it seems like actually questionable, but I'm guessing he plays. I mean probably shoot him up with some vitamin t and let him go um zay jones is questionable i think he's expected back though and then christian kirk is game time decision right now so they are activating it from ir but they're not positive he's gonna like go yet or not so very very tight one there um that's an interesting one because he's the min price on both sites (laughs) because like i don't expected him back yet so if he plays you've got min price christian kirk and I I will probably just lock that and eat that. Yeah. Like unless we hear something really weird, like that he's a decoy or something, and that that would be the only reason to fade him is if you think he's a decoy and you just play everyone else. But I I think, I think if they have him active, he's gonna play play. I don't think they're gonna mm-hmm. risk that with playoff hopes after this game. So.
0: Yeah, I mean they could miss the playoffs. Yeah. So like they need they need this
1: win. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I don't think they can afford to have a, a decoy out there right now. So. <clears throat> right.
0: It's like this is your season. I know you're hurt and it'd be great if we could get a win and let you rest for the playoffs, but we don't have that luxury.
1: Yeah. Uh, so um
0: I was gonna say it wasn't my first thought, which you know, first thought's usually the best thought, right? That's it. Um but I do think they lean pretty heavily on ETN. Tennessee's D line is really beat up. They don't have Jeffrey Simmons or Brown or McClendon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's <clears throat> the thing about ETN is that sort of regardless of if there's Trevor or not, because if Trevor's in, he's not a hundred percent, they're going to lean on the run. If it's Bethard, he sucks. So they're going to lean on the run. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, obviously Rabel is a good coach. He'll probably scheme for that. But if you give ETN 20 touches a game, he's going to do well. So I, I mean, I know he's expensive, but yeah, I mean with Tennessee's line beat up. I do kind of like him.
1: Yeah, it's not hard to get him. Like, he's not it's, it's as ha-
0: expensive as other ones.
1: Yeah, you're not really on it. There's not like much of a salary crunch this week. I feel like so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I like the Jacksonville pass attack if Trevor plays, but it's probably not my favorite. I, I guess the the reason for it would be if you want to go Trevor and if so, if Christian Kirk plays and you want to like play him but not just eat the same chalk everyone is, you would do the, the whole stack, and I think that makes sense.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I like that.
1: Mm-hmm. But anyway, moving on to our next one, we've got Minnesota at Detroit. We both have Detroit here with a 46 total, and they're favored by three and a half. That is down from five. So Dan said initially they're gonna play their starters, but some of the prop lines and this one moving makes me a little weary on how long this is gonna last. I think it's just gonna be right. They, their goal is to get ahead by like 30 and then chill. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I'm not super worried about. The fantasy scoring for them just because like I think like if they do rest they
0: you know they will have done a lot already yeah I'm with you there my I mean my initial reaction was whoever Detroit plays this week is like I just feel bad for
1: yeah like they they do still have a chance at the two seed like it's tiny but they're in this early window for that reason um and then yeah they're pissed off (laughs) they're They're all pissed pissed off. off And then they can
0: keep. I love it. They're going to be pissed. They're not just like, they are not going to be pissed off for just a week. They're going to this. That's the kind of fuckery that pisses you off possibly forever.
1: Mm -hmm. So, and then um, as far as incentives and stuff goes in this game, there's not much I'm really worried about because like it matters for both teams. And like that's another thing for Detroit is they probably they probably want to try to screw over Minnesota too. So yeah. Madison does have an incentive, but I doubt he gets it because they're not using him anymore. Um, and if yeah, if, if for some reason Chandler gets hurt or something, he needs 74 rush yards for 250K. But again, it's going to be Chandler here. Um, JJ and Addison are both kind of nearing 1,000 yards. And Addison is almost with the 10 touchdowns, which is kind of interesting. Um for That's Detroit. Yeah, which is, it's kind of crazy given how like his has been like very like it's it's been a thick sandwich. Like all the meat's been <laughs> in the middle of the season for him. um so for the lions and i think this is more important here just because they have they can barely move with a small chance so monty needs 15 yards for a thousand gibbs needs um 84 and then Laporta is really close to a lot of like tight end rookie records i didn't write them all out but the really fun one i thought was he can tie ditka if he gets three touchdowns which is doable
0: that so, is doable, and that is absolutely something that like that will come up.
1: I bet, I bet a wee bit on that just to be, just to cover my butt. Very, very, I was like pointed like point two units on it,
0: um, especially since Didka was, you know, da bears.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the double, <laughs> the double motivation. Uh, Goff needs two forty five and two to get to four thousand five hundred and fifty. um he needs a one touchdown to get to ten. And if he, if he got 12 catches, he would um, get the Detroit record on receptions, by the way. And then Josh Reynolds um, gets 250K at each of 36 yards and a touchdown.
0: Wow. I do expect Reynolds to get his.
1: Yeah. If like There's I'm, an
0: organization, I'm, I think, that will try to get their players, their incentives. It's absolute.
1: Oh, for sure. And like with Jamo, like they would just need to go to him more anyway. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. Because like, I mean, last year, like for Jamal Williams, they got him the... Uh, rush touchdown record so yeah and so that that is one thing i want to touch on is like last year the incentives still had a big edge this year everyone's on the incentives but people aren't really on the milestones and records as much um and i think that's where there's still a little more um you know juice juice to get from that melon or melons and eh, uh, you know orange? orange grapefruit yeah orange i'll say yeah i was struggling with that metaphor for a bit there's still some edge. I was trying to not say edge multiple times, but you know we're we're there already. So, but breaking this game down, um, I do still like Omidaral and the a lot. Um, yeah, I do just too. based on matchup and what we saw last week, like yeesh, wide open holes in Minnesota's Huge. defense.
0: They blitz a lot.
1: Uh huh. What you <laughs> got, Detroit? Yeah.
0: Against Detroit is maybe not the best. Yeah. Um,
1: and like yeah, they're either dropping eight or sending <laughs> basically
0: yeah i remember that from the game they uh they were either all going to golf or they were n- nobody was it was really funny
1: yeah and that like either way kind of fits tom and and laporta i'd say so but injury wise yep. here um minnesota we've got uh, blackman murphy O'Neill he's the right tackle uh theo jackson he's kind of in their safety rotation um they're all out and then for detroit uh brock wright and james houston are out and then it looks like cj gj it was now CD Deuce and uh, and McNeil are expected to come back hey. and play a bit and kind of like rotate in as they get acclimated. And then uh, Jamos out, as we mentioned, Jameson Williams there. So I, I think a Detroit stack is fine or like a just a single J-Jeff or like just a J-Jeff and a Laporta or something in your lineup, however you want to do it. But this game is definitely in, in play for me for DFS.
0: I um I immediately put in Raw because mm-hmm. I don't know if everyone knows this, but he did not make the Pro Bowl. And even oh, the Pro Bowl's yeah. fucking stupid. It's it's a popularity contest, so like it doesn't mean much. But he is fucking pissed. because, And we just, know he's like, petty,
1: because he yeah. remembers all the receivers drafted ahead of him. <laughs>
0: yes. And so part of me is like, he might get 200 yards. I am absolutely playing Amon Ra. Oh,
1: yeah, this team's so pissed off. I love it. <laughs> Controlled Fury, Dan Campbell called it. Controlled Fury, yeah. Wow, uh, so... Yeah, I think this game's definitely a play for DFS. I I think, honestly, the worry people might have about Detroit like and how much they play is a plus here just because they're going to be lower rostered from that. Like People are going to be a little scared to play like, Goth Amon, Raul, Laporta. So it's kind of a benefit there. I think people are still going to play JJF a bunch, but all, a lot of the top-end spend is going to be on like Lamb and Brown, I'm pretty sure, especially Lamb.
0: The thing with the Lions is they have so much fight in them and like with Dan Campbell and, but, as a head coach I just I think unless they like unequivocally had the one seeds locked up they're like they would still be not resting
1: yeah so like yeah obviously Christian Kirk's going to be mega chalky if he plays but then CeeDee Lamb is really chalky and then you've got like the group of like Hopkins, J. Jeff, Olave, A.J. Brown and then it kind of trickles from there but like Amon Rao's, like 10% and um, let me look at Laporta. He is pretty low. He's, like, single digits. Everyone's playing McBride or Fergie pretty much. Yeah. Or a min-price
0: guy. That's when you get Trumbull.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Noah Gray is, like, looking like he might be popular just because people are kind of assuming Kelsey gets his milestone and dips. But, like, yeah. there are a lot of min-price guys. Like, there's Davis Allen, who I think I'd prefer him, actually, over Noah Gray because they, like... Noah Gray, someone they might want to keep fresh too. Like, we might see a lot of Blake Bell in there. Um, there are a lot of mid price options, though. But anything here before we jump on? I, I guess I'll ask, like, aside from J. Jeff, any interest in, like, Addison or Chandler? Kind of just fine fine either way, but no real strong uh, either way. I'll say I'm not huge on Chandler.
0: I'm not either. I think he could do okay from PPR, because Minnesota's going to be behind. Um... And it's it's better as a running back to catch passes against Detroit as opposed to running. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're yeah. Going to Addison, but otherwise
1: it's kind of like you know, I think like is
0: it um it's Mullins now, right? They yeah, it's gonna be Mullins to this Mullins. week. Yeah, <laughs> Christ. so
1: yay, yay. <laughs> but um, next up we've got Atlanta and at New Orleans. This one's fun because this is probably one of the higher motivation games of the week. Um, as I'm looking at it. Yeah, on the slate, this is my my second-place one. Or, right, no, on the slate, it's actually the highest motivation because Buffalo-Miami's night, unless you're on FanDuel and it's on the main, and then Houston Indies, uh, we're recording Saturday, so that's that. this is the game we're, we're getting tonight here. Um, yeah, both teams need to win to have their chance. Um, New Orleans needs, um I said, they need to win and have Green Bay and Seattle lose, which are both realistic just given they're playing, you know, Chicago, we're gonna get to them, but they definitely want to win, and then Arizona's been out for a while. And then Atlanta, they need a little more help than that. They need like one other loss, I think. I thought they just
0: needed to win and the Bucs to
1: lose. Oh yeah, oh they need yeah, they also need the Bucs to lose. The Saints can get in a wild card. Um right. Atlanta needs um the Bucks to lose and they need to win. Um and then there's a lot of okay, there's a lot with that one. Let me pull that up because that shitty division gets <laughs> gets a little murky. So but anyway, as as I'm pulling that up, this is probably one of my favorite stacks to do on DraftKings because it's actually not very expensive and it all matters. So yeah. like I do kind of like Taysom Hill here. I just bet his touchdown because he's forty six. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've got Jawan Johnson at thirty six, so like I just prefer him there.
0: Um, that and if you know me, he did not score the in their last meeting. <laughs> and I do like, you know, the split.
1: Yeah. And then um, like a lot of a 67 he's popular but i'm cool with him like especially in the stack um drake london's cheap and again with with no light i know their corners are tough but like they're gonna need him so he's he's kind of my run back here i i, I like Bijan, but running back so loaded i think that i'm leaning more london if i'm picking a run back and injury wise this is where the main part of this game comes in um camara is probably sitting he's not officially out yet but he's questionable with no practice this week. So that's a huge hit for them. And then um, Landon Young, he is out. I um, believe one of the tackles hit which 1. And then Lonnie Johnson, he's in their safety rotation, and he's out. Um, and then with Kamara, doesn't look great for Kendra either. So they might be on uh, some Jamal Williams time like they were last week. Um, and then for Atlanta, their strong safety, Helms is out. And then their center, uh, Drew Dallman's out. That's always That always sucks. And then Hines questionable. I think he's going to go. But, oof, man! If we get rid of that's uh, it's game over. I think this is this is the hardest one for me to pick because with Kamara out, I'm just like, Pfft, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I uh, I don't even know who, because Kendra Miller's gonna be out too. Is it just all Jamal Williams?
1: Yeah, pretty much. And then like and Taysom, like so that's part of my Taysom like is he's gonna get actually more rushes too. So that's true. And it's Atlanta, so I'm like, I no. I might want to try to find that thousand to. To get to him. Like I do have C D lamb and some like expensive defense. Like I could get up to him easy, but Taysom I would want to just play solo. Like right. it would be like he's the only saint you play because he's gonna cuck everybody else. Well um, he's
0: funny to play in a flex spot because that is already kind of what he is.
1: <laughs> yeah. But being being tied to ineligible helps him though for sure, like yeah, in the, the, the sure. viability. It's so annoying. Um But I I think anyone in this game is, is fair to use just because of how important it is for everybody. So, playoff scenarios: Atlanta needs to win, and have the Bucks lose. And I think that oh yeah yeah so yeah, if they win the Bucks lose they're in regardless. Okay.
0: Yep. Yeah. Then they win the division.
1: Yeah. Okay. So there's not as much they need to ha- have happen. It's just one very tough thing needs to happen. Is the problem? Man, I so. hope Heineke plays. Yeah, but um, like yeah, the, the the Saints aren't even guaranteed if they win. Um, yeah i would love if they missed the playoffs <laughs> but uh yeah we're, we're we're rooting for seattle to, to get in here
0: <laughs>
1: but uh moving on to our next one here we've got just really a true banger with uh, the jets at the patriots here um 30 point total that is impressive awesome. that's so low um new england favorite by two and a half uh injury wise the jets are missing uh hansen the right guard and still no record or, or zaki poo and Schweitzer's doubtful. And then for the Patriots, Trent Brown and Hunter Henry are out. There's a ton of questionables that are like off limit Thursday and Fridays, so I didn't list them all, but you know, just keep an eye out, I guess. Um this game doesn't matter, but it's kind of been that way for a bit for these teams. So I'm kind of expecting normal ish stuff. Um as far as incentives or stuff goes, um, Gasecki and Zeke are both probably going to hit their snap share ones, just because with Hunter Henry out and Ramondre out, we'll be good there. Um, I know Zeke has wonder if he hits like a shitload of yards, we'll get paid, but I don't think we're going to get there. Demario um, the Douglas still hasn't caught a touchdown, so I think he's going to get one here, or not think he's going to. I think I think they might try to get him one here. I should <laughs> say um, because he's got forty-seven for five forty-eight and no touchdowns, so if the regression's going to hit. <laughs> Before the year ends you know that's option but that might be something they kind of push for but again i don't know if bill will just because bill's also playing for his job i think that's the motivation maybe i should up them to like a, a three just for coaching motivation <laughs>
0: but, oh um, he, i mean his motivation's at a 10 because it's the jets he, <laughs> true. he will it does not matter he always tries to beat the jets which i respect yeah because <laughs> um, he knows he
1: knows yeah he's, he's a big time <laughs> hater so
0: oh yeah um, it's funny, though, because, like, for a meaningless game, this game actually kind of matters in, like, the grand scheme of things. Like, okay, if the Jets win and Belichick gets fired, did did they finally beat Bill and get him out of New England? <laughs> um, if the Patriots win, I think they cost themselves, like, six spaces in the draft. Like, they go from, like, a top three pick to, like, eight or nine.
1: Yeah, this is, this is a big draft slot game, too.
0: Yep, and then likewise so. for the Jets. I mean, I think they... I don't know where they're at, but they can... I think they can drop, like, four spots by win at least. So, like, there there's a lot of really important implications here. Like, what happens if the Jets beat New England? Belichick's gone, but that allows them to draft, like, Caleb Williams. You know? Like, that's uh-huh. a very Jets thing. Um, Like, you shoot the other person, but your gun also fires two bullets and the other one comes back at you. That's like a, jet, <laughs> a Jets gun right there.
1: Very, very looty Z in a way.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, so, uh, this ultimately one is, it is... uh Trevor Simeon versus Belichick.
1: That's which, what I was going to check, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. Simeon still. So, so,
0: I'm probably taking New England.
1: Yeah, um, the only thing on the Jets to mention are some milestones. Uh, Garrett Wilson needs seven catches to get to 100. And then Reese is at, uh, Eight sixteen rush, five seventy nine cat receiving, and then eight touchdowns. So maybe he's shooting for the ten touchdowns. Because,
0: but... Yeah, like his scrimmage, he's already at like twelve to thirteen. So yeah, he, I don't
1: he's know at like he has... fourteen hundred scrimmage basically. So maybe, maybe just getting fifteen hundred scrimmage is going to be kind of the goal. Yeah, but
0: hey, that would that'd be cool. That would mean the Jets probably win.
1: Yeah, and like Garrett's probably going to get a seven catches, but don't know for how much. <laughs>
0: Simeon has to get the ball to
1: him, though. Yeah, he's been he's been hyper targeting those two a lot, so <laughs> he's at least doing that. Yeah, but otherwise, I mean, that's what you
0: should do. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I don't want anyone from this game for DFS, though.
0: I do want one. Can you guess who it is?
1: The defense is Pat's defense, especially.
0: Uh, it's um, it's Gasicki. Oh, just because Jet's weakness has been tight end all year hunter henry is out um yeah it just makes a lot of sense he is dirt cheap
1: yeah how much You're, is he on it, it's gonna uh, be hard games. for uh he is he's 29. 29 so you have to go a little bit from that min price
0: but yeah
1: he's kind of in a, in a dead zone though yeah i am not find both defenses here though for what it's worth
0: yeah both defenses are also good
1: mm-hmm. but anything else before we get to our 4 pms which we have a lot of
0: um no that was it all right yeah that's
1: it. So next up, we've got Dallas at Washington. We're both taking Dallas here, forty-six yeah. and a half total. Dallas here by thirteen. I mean, Dallas—they're—they're kind of all bangers here to me. Yeah. Um, I like Pollard a lot. Um, I know the issue last game was they got so ahead that like the defense did a bunch, and you know, the, the main guys didn't score, but Pollard still got his before it ended, and Washington's just been ass against everybody (laughs) so
0: everybody everything their defense is abysmal
1: yeah so i i do like paul there's no jonathan allen uh uh-huh yeah so yeah injury wise on that yeah no no jonathan allen and then Karen curls probably out um god yeah and then for dallas um uh beattas or Tyler beattas and then uh golston um i think they're both gonna play they um they both didn't practice but they were sick, so that's a little different. And then Tyler Smith was questionable with, I think it was an ankle or something. So he, he's a little more likely to miss. Um, but just keep an eye on those. I think they're still going to be fine without him. But um, they may be like, hey, be good for next week, pretty much. I could see that happening. Right. But, I mean, yeah, anyone on yeah, anyone on Dallas is in play here for me. Um, CD's really expensive. But... I know. It's not super hard to get to him. I do I do like Pollard to get him out for what it's worth. Like that, that mid-range running back is pretty loaded. So. so
0: Pollard is in an absolute smash spot. My initial take was Lamb because Washington has that stupid quarters defense, which they run really badly, which is partially because of all their injuries. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's just like a slant to Lamb and he's gone kind of thing mm-hmm. the thing is is if lamb gets any kind of ouchie, he's coming out of the game uh-huh. Um. and this is in washington where their field is dog shit so like <sighs> i wouldn't be surprised if lamb does not play the whole because he won't need to like I,
1: I could see that i mean if they get super ahead he'll be one of the first to come out
0: yeah yes my take right now is I. I think I would rather have Pollard or maybe even Dowdle as like a flex because Washington's run defense, A, is fucking terrible. Two, it was bad with Jonathan Allen, who's one of the best run defenders, and he's not even playing. Or Cameron Curl, their strong safety. So every handoff has the potential to be housed. Pretty much yeah
1: yeah now pollard
0: I, is also in the you know if they're smashing he won't play the fourth quarter um which is why i mentioned dowdle yeah but...
1: D- dowdle's tough because he's kind of been out around of a lot of like viable options i do i, I don't, don't want to mention cooks too because i think he's kind of interesting to bring up
0: does so does he have any incentives his would be really like i don't I would
1: think he's got any incentives to. to get to that i saw that's um,
0: wild. He's had such a good year. You'd think there's something he
1: might yeah, be able so, to reach. So, with benchmarks, um, I'll get to that. Yeah. Pollard is at 935 rushing and 295 receiving. Lamb, he so right now for this year, he is 66 yards behind Reek. So, there's going to be some motivation to try to get the lead on the year, but it's going to mm-hmm. be kind of tough in general. Um, also, if he gets 95 yards, he hits the 18th best uh, yardage mark all time in a single season. And then Fergie is at 692. So he'll probably get to his uh, his 700, I'd imagine, on Washington. Howell needs 207 to get to 4K on the year. And Terry needs 54 to get to 1K. <laughs> yeah, this to Howl was funny. <laughs> just because it's been so much empty yardage, man. Is it that is.
0: this year?
1: Yeah. He has
0: 3793 this year. That's yeah. insane. It's
1: all just empty calories. It's just garbage it yardage. <laughs> yeah, ha- Ham ham soul.
0: <laughs> trying to think of like what empty what's a good uh food that's just empty calories I mean candy candy, Crum- crumble cookies p- potato chips, I mean, just, I guess they have potassium at least,
1: yeah, I think crumble cookie's a good analogy because like sometimes he does crumble,
0: yeah, but when he doesn't, God, those are so good
1: mm-hmm. they they're they're easy they're easy to get kinda tired of too if you get, <laughs> if you get too many so <laughs> uh,
0: Washington's o line is also super hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, because Charles Leno's out, they've got Cornelius Lucas. I think it's been like that for a couple weeks now. But just to
1: yeah, it's been it's been pretty bad all around.
0: Um, I do think Howell gets it to McLaurin enough for him to hit 1K. I don't know if Howell gets his 207.
1: I think he will. Um, Just with the
0: empty calories in the fourth.
1: Yeah, like so. This goes to the motivation thing. Ron Rivera. They informed him he was at 500. And they asked him if it matters, and they're like, well, now that I know it matters a lot, so there's a little <laughs> added motivation there. So I think they're going to play as long as they can. And also, the kind of gunning for the head coach job at this point now. Yeah. Um, it sounds like Ron Rivera is going to honestly probably just retire after the season. They might kind of be like, hey, if you want to retire, we'll kind of just call it that um, instead of like fire. And then presumably the enemy slides in, so he's kind of trying to pad his resume a bit more. Which I I think I think he
0: has done sufficiently this season. I'm gonna say I do too. Their offense has been pretty damn good. Like even with Howell who got benched.
1: Let me repeat: (laughs) Sam Howell is gonna hit four thousand yards. (laughs) So I think that tells you all you need to know about the enemy there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, even And also
0: look at the Chiefs' offense this year with Nagy instead of the enemy. It's just like yeah, uh, big drop off.
1: Yeah, Jaco- Jacoby looked good. I was bummed he ended up getting hurt I in practice because that was going to be fun to use too.
0: I think he's healthy now, but they just are like... You At know, this point, yeah, towel, fuck it. Howell can take a lot of hits and he's going to take a lot of hits.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I do think this it helps that Washington's a little motivated in the sense of like the coaches and Howell hitting a benchmark and all that. So it makes the run back more valuable or more viable, I should say. Um, I do kinda of think Brian Robinson's interesting just because he's he's <laughs> fucking weird. He's only five four. Um no one's playing that is him. how just... you
0: beat Dallas, you have to run on him.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm fine with him. Um I also mm-hmm. would say McLaurin or Curtis Samuel. I mean, Curtis Samuel went ham in their first game. So you know,
0: Curtis Samuel in this offense has been just reawakened.
1: It's, it's kinda really hilarious.
0: He's only twenty seven. It feels like he's been around forever, and because he was he's just a lot, hurt. Yeah. yeah, poor guy. But yeah,
1: any anything in particular this game you wanted to mention, or kind of just general like all of Dallas, you can pick a run back.
0: Good. Yeah, I do want to say my first thought was Lamb, and then today my thoughts have now gone to Pollard and the run game. Yeah, I mean, and because Lamb is so expensive, that might be the way I go. We'll yeah bo-
1: both are fine but i do get a lot of leverage going pollard instead like he'll still be yeah. kind of popular but definitely less popular than cd so definitely i'm also fine using both <laughs> not opposed <if I'm laughs> to using both yeah uh, yeah but next up we've got philly of the giants i'm taking philly here uh 42 point total they're favored by five and a half i um,
0: think i'm taking philly i am not sure it is tyrod yeah again. so
1: Who's going to be their best bet to win this of their quarterbacks, including Daniel Jones. Um, so <laughs> Darius Slay and Devonta Smith are out. That, those are both pretty notable. Um, Swift is questionable than illness, but I assume he goes just because, you know, the, the illness part. And then for the Giants, uh, Pinnock is out. And then Deontay makes it doubtful. Um, Jingle lineman Schmitz. I just <laughs> wanted to say that is questionable, but he got limited practices in.
0: Um, that's great. Jingle lineman Schmitz. That's, I think that's we finally arrived at his yeah. nickname
1: a bit, but I, I wanted, I wanted, I mostly wanted to mention him for the nickname just because I thought it was, I thought that was good. <laughs> um, Philly, Philly's really consolidated at this point. Like, I think mean, you can just go hurts AJ Brown and then pick a run back.
0: So I wanted to ask you this because I wasn't sure on who this would benefit more, if not both. But Deontay Banks being out. All right, that's huge. And that's a big reason I feel comfortable taking Philly um Deontay Banks is the rookie corner who's done really well he excels at zone coverage even though they've used him in both on this defense if he's a let's say he's like an S tier zone and he's out does that benefit AJ Brown
1: I I still think so yeah because like of course it would have benefited Devontae a lot but I mean AJ Brown's still good versus.
0: Well, that's the thing is both. Like Devontae Smith is really good against zone, so it might just kind of be moot. Um, and he's out this game, but I mm-hmm. do think that that benefits AJ Brown. I mean, maybe maybe because, you say Goddard, but well, God, yes, de- that's that was my next one is I think with that some of the guys that are better against man now get more of a time to shine. So that's Goddard. That's AJ Brown.
1: Yeah, I mean, AJ Brown smashes both for what it's worth. Yeah. So it's not does. like <laughs> it's not really a, a, a problem there per se. So I also want to mention, Hurts uh, has a little has a little incentive that I think is actually kind of hilarious. Um, so he needs, um, three rushing touchdowns to break Philly's rush TD record. <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> So don't play <laughs> um, So he so he's at uh, th- about 3,800 yards, so he can probably hit the 4K mark. Um, and then AJ Brown's at 1,447, so I'm sure he'll hit the 1,500. Um, if he gets 11 receptions, he'll tie the Philly record. So yeah, 12, he'll break it with 12. So, but the the Hurts one's really funny to me because he has like he has multiple two touchdown games. He doesn't have any three touchdown games yet. I was contemplating betting it for a bit. But I'm like, because uh, it came up at 5,000, I'm like, I don't think that's long enough for me to bet still. <laughs> then they, they it's, no, it's gone he's, now.
0: He's too much of a team player, like leader guy. Yeah. If he has the opportunity to run it in, but the other team is expecting it. And the, yeah, the goal is just to. It. Yeah, exactly. And that he puts that first. Like, I do like Jalen Hurts. And I think he still will probably get a rushing touchdown, but. I think for him to go for 3 might be that would have to be a coach's call.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, the thing is if they see that Washington is getting obliterated, they're I think they're more likely to just kind of like pull their guys than they are to say Hurts go get it. So, right. That's the other aspect. Like that's the other part of this is Philly I have so I only have the minute 8 motivation because they're playing to pass Dallas. They they need to win and have Dallas lose. Right. To move up. So like that they will be watching it like if, you know, if if Dallas is up 30, you know, going into into the, first into five the fourth. Minutes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if or, Dallas
1: or if that. Dallas like has it in the bag, Philly probably chills. Yeah. So that's these only concern. So I think like playing Philly guys like this makes the lineup kind of weird. If you play like Stack, Lamb, Fergie, or like Pollard and Lamb or something and a Washington run back. Like, I think what you want to do is use the Washington run back and hope the game stays close and then your Eagles are safer. It's a little confounded, I know. But (laughs) I think that that makes some sense in that regard. Like, your Washington players and that game staying close as a game stack is correlated very little bit with, with the ceilings of the Philly guys. I think the ceiling correlation is what I'm getting to.
0: Yes. And I agree with you. In fact, I'm kind of avoiding, I would say, a lot of the Eagles players this week just because, A, they're expensive. B, if I'm the Eagles, what I care about more is my fucking defense getting their shit together. Their offense has been pretty much solid the whole year. Maddie P. But, like, if Dallas is crushing, I absolutely expect them to start resting some offensive guys, but my defense is staying the fuck out there. <laughs>
1: Oh gosh, yeah. so like <laughs> I think I think that's all kind of a very like minor consideration and it's not something that's like at the forefront of my brain, but maybe just right. like a tiebreaker if anything. so I, I, yeah, I, I want exactly. to make sure I clarify that. I'm not like making all my decisions off that um but yeah, like I do think if you're playing your field guys you want to run it back so they have to you know keep going and say same, same with Dallas. I think playing a Washington guy makes, makes a lot of sense like there are some like I think with Tampa or like you know even with Jacksonville like I'm not gonna make you I don't like Honestly, maybe in Seattle, like I don't think you have to force a run back with these games where team winning to get in is playing or winning to keep seeding is playing team that's out of it. I don't think a run backs necessary there, but with, when it's seeding, I think it helps a bit more versus when it's winning in.
0: Yes. And I do want to mention one more guy, and that's our guy, Tyrod Taylor or Tyrod. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he was memeing. <laughs> um, Billy's defense has been abysmal. Do we think that they get it together a bit? Or is he an absolute smash, like 5,300 price DK quarterback?
1: So, cause if he I gets mean, you
0: 18 at 53. Yeah. I, I, I think he's win. definitely in play. I think he is hugely in play bigly.
1: <laughs> and then, so like, so going to his receivers, he loves Slayton who will get paid at each of, five receptions of 42 yards so I'm assuming I'm banking on him wink wink getting that (laughs) and then uh Barkley he's at 716 yards rushing so you know 100 or thousands in reach he can move to third all time on the Giants list by the way with 131 yards so fun little thing there but yeah like I I like Slayton of course is a stream um I like Hyatt I like Mondale's like I like all the receivers a stream so I guess I like Tyrod is what I'm saying um,
0: yeah, I really like him, and 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 mm-hmm. we are talking about the Eagles, and Darren Waller is completely healthy, and Tyrod Taylor is back in the starting job. Like,
1: oh yeah, they should have won that one. I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so annoying. I was so pissed about that one.
0: So, um, all I'm saying is a Tyrod Waller stack is. Kind of intriguing. How much is Waller? I bet he is still fairly cheap because he was out for so long.
1: Yeah, all these Giants guys are cheap. So, like, one option I think you could do is even if you don't use Tyrod, you can go the like skinny stack of Hurts AJ Brown and just be like, they get all the points, which I think is pretty feasible. Um, And then pick two of these guys, like Slayton, Hyatt, Wandale, Waller, to run back with. And that's an option too.
0: Like, is it that... going to surprise you at all if Tyrod balls the fuck out?
1: Oh, no. So. Like, I'll probably I'll probably make a lineup with him for sure. There are I a lot of I cheap am going options to this week
0: now. Yeah, I've like talked myself into it.
1: Yeah, like all all of his options, Slayton, Hyatt, Wandale, Lawler, are in play just because of how bad Philly's defense has been. So <laughs>
0: yeah, keep calling those plays, Matty P. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the thing. Now now it's Fatty P instead. So right. But this is a fun game for sure. I think some of these later ones are kind of interesting but Chicago Green Bay I think oh. is probably the spiciest one spicy um, this is I think the only one we're currently torn on
0: I'm not I'm even sure either Chicago at the moment but injuries are going to play a factor I will yeah. say that I will probably switch um if some of these guys end up playing for Green Bay and some of these guys don't play for for Chicago cuz they're pretty beat up they they if they like Jalen Johnson's going to be out. That's already really big. Um, if you have one weak link in your quarters defense, that is really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is their best corner.
1: For sure. <laughs> by by a large margin. <laughs> um, he's one of the best in the league, honestly. And he's like the only good one on an otherwise pretty shit secondary. Yeah. Um, so yeah, injury-wise, Jalen Johnson's doubtful. Uh, Mooney's out with a concussion, I believe. Kyler Gordon and Lucas Patrick are questionable. And then the weirdest one was Khalil Herbert's questionable. So he got added on Thursday with the back thing and he was limited. And then Friday they also added personal and he didn't practice. Personal makes sense. Oh. And he's questionable. So I'm really interested in Roshan Johnson here. Um yes. so like looking at so it's kind of tough lineup wise because you've got a lot of you running back options, but thankfully they're all in this late like late, late window like Jones, Pollard, Walker, zamir white like even if you get rolled sheep down to like you know jordan mason or someone you want to get to like they're all in this late window pretty much so like i don't know if Foreman's going to play so if like you know so he, oh he's pissed at the bears by the way um he tweeted or instagram something he's been inactive the last few games so he actually is close to a milestone or an incentive i think if he if he gets two touchdowns he would hit an incentive and they just kept him inactive oh. so damn that's lies, shitty yeah. I don't know if that's connected, but it might be like the one week he was personal and that might have been something else, but then the next week he was inactive. I'm like, "Oh, Once the assaulting incentive, I'm like, "That's probably why he's pissed." Yep. So, that is kind of shitty. Yeah, so I don't know if he's going to play or not. So it might it could just be Roshan who I would like a
0: lot at 5100. I do too. Uh here's partially why their first game against the Packers, he had seven targets with six receptions. Yeah. Um, and the past three weeks he has gotten twelve targets.
1: Yeah, he's getting he's getting peppered. So if Khalil Herbert misses, I'm pretty interested in him. Um yeah. he's like he's like a hundred cheaper than Jamal Williams and like I'd like him better. But if you get stuck, like you could say I'll switch to Clyde and hope. Clyde does something. Again, I'm not yeah, I'm not even sure how much he's gonna play. You can jump up to Brian Robinson. There's a lot and you can do a lot of moves because there's so many late games anyway. And then um other benchmarks, fields. He's kind got him in a weird spot, but he can get to 2,500 passing yards pretty easily. He's less than 100 away. He's got four rush TDs and 630 rush yards. So I think the getting a fifth rush TD might be in play. DJ Moore, um, so his is interesting. He needs eight more catches for 100. He's at eight touchdowns. He's at exactly 1,300 yards. If he gets 122 yards, he'll be the second best yardage season for the Bears. And if he gets 209, he can pass Brandon Marshall, um, who is at oh, the 1,508. Wow. So well the one twenty two is definitely in play, but like if they win this it might be because DJ Moore passes Brandon Marshall on that yeah. list. And then uh lastly Komet needs six receptions to pass Ditka's uh bear season high. <laughs> a
0: lot of Ditka passing. That. Yeah. Ditka. I mean he was kind of the dude.
1: Yeah, he was played. he was awesome, yeah. And then Jordan Love's got a drillion incentives, but <laughs> It's all based on them. I love. It's based on him playing well and them winning. So like, I don't think it's worth really just because like they need to play well and win anyway. So yeah, yeah. it's it's gonna hit. It's gonna be yeah. It's not. It's not really an extra part of it. They're already motivated. So um, yeah, the receiver
0: thing is really big to watch out for. Christian Watson, Dontavian Wicks, and Jaden Reed are all questionable. Um, It depends on who plays. If they were to all sit, like I think Christian Watson, he's coming off IR, so like
1: I don't I don't think he's gonna play. That's my lean there. Right. Um, Jaden
0: Reed played last week. I think he'll be alright.
1: Yeah, he, he left last
0: week. He did have a chest injury though.
1: Yeah, so he he left in the like, middle of last week. That's why my that's where my concern lies. I'm like, oh right. like got rolled out fairly quickly. Um so Dontavian Wicks' chest too. What the fuck's with their chests there in Green Bay? I don't um, know. So he he got a full practice in Friday, um, and is questionable. So I think he's probably the most likely. And then re- I really don't know about Reed. He got a limited in Friday, but I'm pretty unsure on that. So, and then I don't think Musgrave comes back. I I doubt it. They said he has a chance, a realistic chance, but <laughs> that
0: usually means no.
1: No, yeah, I'm assuming he sits. Otherwise, injuries. So no AJ Dolan, um no no Ford or mcduffie they're both kind of depth and rotation on defense at different spots they're out um preth is questionable. um jair is off the injury report for once that's a
0: oh my god
1: it's crazy but you never know he
0: just (laughs) needed that suspension last week
1: yeah really just to get healthy that's what's it's kind of funny um yeah so i love aaron jones here i do have to mention that yeah love love him he's again that mid that range of running back is just so great it's God, I can only pick, you know, two or three. but He's
0: Aaron, such a good uh, receiving spot. Always. Yeah.
1: He 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 also, he hates the Bears, too. Like, yeah, he does. <laughs> he, I think he, I can look up his game lives, but I think he always crushes the Bears. Like week one, he housed that one pass against them, so.
0: Oh, he destroyed them week one. Yeah, that so. That was fucked up.
1: <laughs> I like him to do so again here, but you're on the Bears, so tell me about who you like on the Bears.
0: So, if I'm taking the Bears, it is predicated on these receivers for Green Bay sitting um, because Jalen Johnson's out. I think that's really big. But if Green Bay is missing like two of their three receivers here with Watson, Wicks, and Reed, then I think that the Bears defense is in play. That's really big. I like Roshan and I like Komet. And uh, I think Fields and DJ Moore are in smash spots. Like I have a DK lineup with Fields. I have one with Tyrod um fields is obviously a lot more expensive but fields has kind of been balling out especially with the run game green bay you know what i think of joe barry
1: yes i think he matches up well against their defense too i'm gonna say he
0: does and i think that this is also like i mean part of the thing that you know, got me on my deep dives this year was watching that week one Bears-Packers game. And that was, that mm-hmm. like changed my season because when I watched that and deep did a deep dive, I'm like, wow, Green Bay won by like 20 and they looked like the worst team. <laughs> like Fields looked better than Love, Love looked awful, and yet Green Bay won by 20. So I think there's a lot of very very personal like motivation in this game on the Bears side to win this one like not only do they hate the packers and want to knock them out of the playoffs but i also think that they want to prove that they are the better team mm-hmm. and their players want to play for fields like they were all chanting fields like they don't want him gone i'm uh i don't know i just think the vibes are really strong yeah he's.
1: He's playing for his future, and before we start recording, we talked about, like, you know, Eberflus is playing for his future. Yeah. There's a lot emotionally on this game, and, of course, the motivation of spoiling your division mate, so.
0: And, like, the really cool thing is that that week one, Luke Getzi's offense with Fields was so fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, oh, God.
0: roasted him for it, and he changed it, which is awesome, um he completely changed his offense. And when they had to put in the backup, what's his name? Badgeant, uh He also confirm that yet. I just call him T bag, T bag. That's it. Uh, basically what I'm getting at is gets, changed the offense a shit ton. Their offense is going to look completely different against the Packers this time around. So like the Packers game tape on them is going to have to just be recent weeks and not what they've personally gone up against. Otherwise they're going to get torched. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know. I think that uh, Chicago is going to play spoiler here. I really do.
1: I like that it's a sandwich on the season. They play in Week One and Week Eighteen. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, this this is a pretty fun game. This is definitely one of the stackable games, I'd say. And yeah, Chicago. There are a few teams that I put at a quote unquote four. It was Chicago, Tennessee, Carolina, Arizona, where it's like you can play division spoiler, like <laughs> because like you know, Green Bay, Jacksonville, Tampa, all winning in. Seattle's not winning in, but Arizona's been dead anyway.
0: I did want to mention if Comet uh, is out,
1: Tunyon revenge,
0: Tunyon revenge game, Bobby Tunny, Bobby Tuddy But yeah,
1: this this game, this game's pretty fun with all the motivation. It's one of the I think better ones. I mean, the spread's only three. That kind of tells you all you need to know. Like they're Vegas expects Chicago to try as well, so in sync there. Uh, next up, we've got the Rams and the Niners. Um, we're both actually taking the Rams, which is funny. Uh, San Fran is favored by four and a half right now. Um, Total's 41. I don't know why the Rams are resting here, I'm mean, going to be honest. I think it's kind of dumb. Like, San Fran, obviously, they locked up the one seed. I, I would think the Rams would want to win since they, they should want to play in Detroit against the Lions instead of against the Cowboys, but... Right. I don't know. I feel like that's a little odd. I think McVeigh's tended to be pretty cautious on this stuff so i'm not shocked but i don't like the choice um rest wise we've got cup kyron stafford donald ernest jones and then i assume puka is gonna come out after he gets the rookie record mcveigh all but said that pretty much he said he's like cautious he's aware of it then he's gonna be safe so puka's gonna get his record and then dip um i think he needs like four catches in 28 yards or something to get both whatever it is i'll pull that up um yeah he needs it's 28 yards, to, so he needs like 10 to pass Chase, but he can pass Bill Groman, whoever that is. It was uh, the old guy. He's 28 oh to catch him, 29 to pass him, and then four catches will break the rookie record. So I assume we'll get that. And then also they've got Higby out and um, Noteboom out, but he said th- those guys were injury-based, and the other ones are rest-based because Higby has incentive, but he's hurt. Um, and then uh, Duke wow. Shelley's almost back, but he's not quite back yet. He was designated to return, but they're giving more time. And then San Fran, Purdy's resting, and everyone else has a designation. I think aside from TMC, it's kind of whatever. So Armstead, uh, Gier, I don't want to say that exactly. But that might have been right. Brown, um, Dwelly, Gibson, Amber Thomas at CMC are out, and then Feliciano and Jennings are questionable. I would say I might leave them sitting. Um, and then we haven't seen news on like Elijah Mitchell, Debo Ayut Kittle, but um, so here's where I'm at with those. So milestone wise. Kittle's a 65 receptions. They may try to get him to 70. Um, these, guys, these guys may play a smidge because Debo's at uh, 58 catches, a 71 yards. If for some reason he got 166 rush yards, he would make 650,000, but I don't think they're going to get him there. Um, yeah, that's a lot. So my assumption is that these main guys might play like a little bit, but I don't think they're going to play much, if at all. Like I don't think Elijah Mitchell touches the field personally. He's been banged up and they won him for the playoffs especially if cmc is iffy for that first game like it's a calf strain so I, yeah,
0: i'll play through it he's a good <laughs> guy
1: but I, I i that's why i mentioned jordan mason earlier he's kind of the guy i was gravitating to right now which i think makes sense because there's no reason to play mitchell so i i think we're just gonna see some jordan mason maybe some uh and david price mixed in hey. um but yeah we're gonna have uh wentz versus darnold um yeah what year yeah. is it
0: yeah <laughs> it is twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Wentz just won the Super Bowl on the bench.
1: Yeah, so I'd had the Rams initially. I don't know if I am still gonna go with the Rams just with all the rest here, but so it's got a funny general. I
0: am not sure on this one either. This one to me seems to track some of like I, how I think the Browns Bengals game goes, which is I think the favored team which would be the Browns or the Niners is going to have the lead for most of the game, but they will eventually resort to like preseason roster and the other team will win in garbage time. Yeah. Um, I
1: think, I think since he's favorite, by the way, in that game,
0: are they really, they should yeah. be, they have not wanted. I didn't think
1: <laughs> about their favorite about like seven or something. It was, that was the first one we did. That's I know it feels like so long ago already that we recorded. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I do think they'll eventually win, but I do think they're going to not have the lead for the first half. And likewise, here with the uh, with the Rams, this is always fun because this is McVay versus Shanny. Yeah,
1: there's and a little e- bit of ego e- battle.
0: <laughs> there, there is definitely an ego battle, and they're going to be using backups. And you know that they want to win with their backups against the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think Shanny has had the edge over McVay.
1: Yeah, th- this division's a weird rock, paper, scissors that I know we've gone through before, but I, I always forget which yeah. direction they go. Um, I'm pretty sure I think it's it shiny. has been... Yeah. Yeah. But I think McVeigh's gotten some over on him recently. I think Just he has, too. having Stafford, at least, <laughs> instead right. of Goff. That's kind of the difference. Um, so with that, I do actually want to mention that of the, like, rest stacks, Wentz is probably my favorite. Um <laughs> Because like, we know we know he's playing the whole game um, with the same guys. Like Puka's gonna play a smidge, but after Puka's
0: done, like we have Davis Allen and like Tutu Atwell. So like, I mean, Wentz does have two perfectly healthy ankles. He needs to sprain on the same play. So like,
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's do,
0: do we know he's playing the whole game? True, <laughs> he has but, to, I think, because Stetson Bennett is not active.
1: Yeah, his his targets are. The same the whole game, I think, is the is the gist of what I mean. So, like, Benny Crystal, <laughs> Tutu Atwell, Davis Allen, they're all kind of going to be the main guys the whole time, obviously, after Pupke gets his four for 29 or whatever. Um I was saying, friend like, so one of my first lineups was actually Darnold with Ronnie Bell. Um, So I do know we do have Darnold the whole game, of course. Oh my I'm goodness. not sure how much the, these guys are going to play. It might just be a quarter, it might just be half, but I think there's enough time for ronnie bell to get some action like if, if jennings sits then ronnie bell is going to slot in as the third and then once these main guys go down he's going to be the one uh darnold did already throw him a touchdown this season so that's fun that was like i think that might have been last week or we like whatever uh what's his name got hurt uh purdy got hurt Darnold came in and threw a touchdown to bell so they've at least really got the chemistry thing it's there
0: like team synergy
1: yeah <laughs> and then um like with kyron out i think it's going to be ronnie rivers because he oh, he looks like he overtook freeman once he came back so like Rivers and Rivers and uh, Mason are options. So the Rams guys, I think, are a little more clear just because we have the for sure
0: mentioned rests. But you got to like Davis Allen. Yeah, he's mid-priced, too. <laughs> like, Okay, so I've gone on this rant before, but Carson Wentz absolutely air, ma- air mails the ball constantly, which is why he did well in Philly and why Foles did well as his backup, because mm-hmm. all of their receivers were fucking huge. Um, he, he could just overthrow constantly. There wasn't a whole lot of, yeah, oh, it just didn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah. So like Davis Allen being six, six, he's already stepped up as a rookie tight end. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's been pretty impressive, uh, with Higby being out.
1: Yeah. This is like I, an audition game for him too.
0: This is a really good spot for him. I, uh, he like of all we mentioned a lot of tight ends today. It's a good tight end week. (laughs) He's very cheap.
1: Mm -hmm. Because I don't like... Is he min? Yeah, he's the min price. He's he's $2,500. Because, like, Bryson Hopkins, I think they kind of know what they've got there with him. So I I think they want to see more of Davis Allen and be like, okay, like, do we have someone for post-Higby?
0: Yeah. And you have to imagine that the Niners are going to rest more than just the guys they've listed by the end of the game. Like... You're not gonna keep Chase Young and Nick Bosa in there the whole game. You're not gonna keep Trent Williams in there the whole game.
1: Yeah. Like that's that's the weird part with San Francisco. It's like I we we assume these guys will not play the whole game, but they haven't been like ruled out with rest. So is Shani just being a twat and they're not gonna play at all? Will we find out, you know, at two thirty they're inactive. Will they play a little bit? So
0: I I legit think we might. Shanny is a twat with this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, so but the, the Ram, McVay's at least being nice. The Rams are making it safer. They're telling us, like, who is not playing at all, and I kind of expect that, you know, post, post-puka post record that everyone who's kind of in there is just going to play the game, get some good reps, all that.
0: And that's why I'm taking the Rams. Mm-hmm. But Good karma.
1: Yeah, next up we've got the Chiefs at the Chargers. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, Doesn't 35 matter total, Chargers fair by three and a half here with the backups kind of coming in. So... Mahomes, Rice, Sneed, Tony, and Donovan Smith are out for the Chiefs. And then incentive-wise. So Andy Reese pretty much said he's aware of kind of milestones. And he's going to be kind of cautious once that comes into play. So Pacheco's questionable. He's at 935. I'm not sure if he's going to play slash how much. Like sixty, like 65 yards is, is enough that it's like,
0: you know. Oh, like It's right on the edge.
1: Yeah, so... I think he might get a couple carries and they will see from there. And then like Kelsey, I don't know if they get the seven catches, but they'll probably get in the 16 yards. And then once he goes out, you know, I think that's why Noah Gray is popular. Um, yeah. And then like, I'm really not sure like how much they're going to use Clyde and how much they're going to use Noah Gray, because these are like valuable backups. And if they've got nice. like a long-term playoff run of mine, like, you know, I know Clyde's Clyde, but, You've got someone who knows your offense has at least been serviceable behind Pacheco versus, like, LaMichael P. Ryan and Derek Gore or whatever. That's what I was going to say, is you're going to see LaMichael P. Ryan. Yeah, and, like, with tight end, like, Kelsey's getting older and been banged up. So, like, if he does go down or something and you need Noah Gray, like, I think you'd rather have him than, like, Bell. So I'm not as big on the the KC value stuff. But on the Chargers, there's a lot of fun here. Uh, Hollins, who's in their edge rotation. Bosa keenan and nick williams are out and then kenneth murray and zion johnson are doubtful um is questionable but palmer's good to go so there's a lot of a lot of fun here um eckler though where this one's probably one of the other most actionable ones he needs i think it's like 110 or 115 scrimmage yards to get to uh 100k and then if he somehow gets four touchdowns he'll get another 150k but (laughs) um the, the yardage one's a little easier and so their their coach their interim uh gif jif whatever he came out and said that uh or we know it's i think it's a is it a million bonus what's the bonus here oh it's hundred thousand yeah um so gif said i hope he has 300 yards we're not limiting him we're gonna ride him he's a great player It'll be fun to see him perform so i think he's on board with getting eckler's money
0: yes i i would agree with that um he just got his contract this game doesn't matter he's like management is straight up telling the coach like he is playing every fucking snap this game. We just paid mm-hmm. this guy, he's healthy. I don't care that we're out of it. That, yeah, like that's that, just yeah. Yeah, like,
1: that, that's actually, that's an like easy one player. where you just get him that. Yeah. Um, I've not seen like any yard to bet it yet, unfortunately. And so like by the time it comes up, it's just gonna be shot to shit because everyone's aware of it. But I right. mean, it makes it makes the DFS one. I think it's more DFS actionable for him. Um. Which again, tough because that fucking range because he's sixty six and we've got a lot of other juicy guys right around him,
0: yeah. Um, like Pollard is sixty five.
1: Yeah, I'd rather play Pollard and Walker there personally. Um, yeah, but because like you know, even with the one the one ten yardage, like that's eleven points plus reception points, but like touchdowns, like it's a little whatever. So I'm not I'm not really chasing that. Um, and like with there's no there's no one really from this game I want to play. Nah, me neither. Yeah. Of a game, yeah. Maybe you could say Everett or Palmer, but he, it's yeah.
0: I'm not. Uh, I'm probably not touching it.
1: Yeah, I'm probably crossing this off. But anything else before <laughs> we move on? No. Quick one. All right. Uh, Seattle, Arizona. We're taking Seattle here. Um, Forty-seven and a half total. Seattle favored by three. This is a pretty fun one because the Cardinals have been out for a while. They just beat the Eagles, so like they're they're trying, they're going, they're gunning. Obviously, that was a revenge spot for Gannon. Um, mm-hmm but this is one they're going to, they want to spoil their division mate, of course. So, yeah. um, Seattle, this one's a bummer. I thought the line was healthy, but apparently not because Abraham Lucas and Phil Haynes are out. Yeah. Um, that's tough. And Mario Edwards is out. And then, uh, Jason Peters and Jerry and Reed are questionable, but no practice this week. But the good news is Kiwi and Lockett are off the injury board. So, yay! I do love Kiwi here. This team, the Cardinals, man, they just can't tackle the yep. it's a really good run matchup for him here. I know the lines hurt, but it's kind of been hurt all year so the data's fine yeah. still. It doesn't um, really
0: matter for Kiwi. Plus the Cardinals' D-line is atrocious.
1: Yeah, that's the thing is. <laughs> with with Walker, you just want him getting into the open field and that's where Arizona struggles hard. So, yeah.
0: like he's done well with no run blocking all year, which is insane. Could you imagine this guy on like a team with good run blocking.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. Like people shit on his like efficiency quote on coil, but like, I don't think people realize like how, how it's always, he's getting tackled behind the line he and one making so up for much it. with so
0: little. It's really yeah. impressive.
1: Like he's turning a lot of negatives into zero to twos. Like that's, that's the chud basically. And then. The best Ed, example a... I
0: can give is, do you remember when Le'Veon Bell was with the Jets and, <laughs> uh, their line sucked and he was just getting tackled like he would get like a one yard run and everyone's like levion's washed i'm like well kind of it's more of the line being terrible and then he did get worse over time but like if you put kiwi on that offense it's basically what he's doing now Mm -hmm. which is getting no help and still turning like a one yard loss into a five yard gain
1: yeah it's i love him here um on the Arizona side, by the way, Humphrey, Stills, Garrett Williams, are out. Garrett Williams was the only one who wasn't already on IR. He's just hurt now, newly, and then um, a lot of other questionables, but nothing major. So, I love. I just love any Seattle option here. Like load up on them because they need to win. They just need the one loss. So, they're going hard. Um. Yeah.
0: I'm curious about Connor again. I He's like him. 61. Yeah, he has been absolutely crushing it. And Seattle's Rundy is is, um, we'll say, suspect.
1: Yeah, like, so McBride is kind of the popular option on running it back. He's pretty much the popular tight end, honestly. Um, which I don't mind, of course, but he is. I think he's is he the most expensive. He is 200 b- below Laporta, so I'd, I would take Laporta there straight up if I have, like, the choice of either. It's just, like, defense in one of them. But um, James Conner would be... Probably my favorite running back. I like they're both fine. Like if you want to full stack this and go like Gino, Walker, DK, McBride, Connor, I'm fine with that. Cause Connor's, you know, like ten ish percent. And it's a great matchup. So yeah. and Gannon loves James Connor. Like they're they, be they've trying. been riding. It's a good too.
0: matchup. Yeah, he does. He's the homie.
1: Yeah, Connor's also at eight ninety rush yards. so the uh the thousands in reach. I didn't bet it because it was kinda crappy. I'm really pissed I didn't bet Kenneth Walker um i bet it's over but it climbed a bunch of, so I'm like okay got on that one but i thought about betting like the 100 plus and then it dropped a ton overnight i'm like ah fuck it went from like 700 to 450 <laughs> just because it was like
0: oh shit
1: yeah so I, I missed out big on that one i was kind of bummed but i'll probably still play him in dfs i did end up parlaying like his 125 and two touchdowns or something so if he has a great nice. game i'll still make some money it's just a spot i love for him um but yeah, the mcbride he needs two catches in nine yards to hit 80 and 800 so got to oh think that God. gets there um he's
0: yeah, just well, been a reception machine yeah
1: the cardinals tight end has been a PPR machine <laughs> it's just mcbride can get more after the catch than current zacker can <laughs> um i think so arizona is a weird one cuz they're zone heavy which would usually make us like lock it but i'd like dk here just because arizona can't tackle so on arizona are you just james connor and mcbride or do you want to take a shot at a receiver here cuz there's no Hollywoods who've just got Rondale. We've got, um, what's his name? Dorch. I was like, I'm blanking on them. That's kind of fitting, I guess. And then Michael Wilson.
0: Personally, I would probably be against Michael Wilson here. Um, yeah.
1: Tough matchup on the outside for him.
0: Yeah. I would say I'm more on Connor and McBride. Same. I'm trying to think if I would like more or Dorch.
1: <laughs> more, more will be in the slot. More. That might so. be. Yeah. But... I think the kind of hesitancy in general is you know tells you all you need to know about that so yeah um with Seattle so DK missed their first matchup and that's what I remember I remember putting in JSN and getting money off of him because he was like super low owned super a super low roster and super you know cheap so he got like 60 in a touchdown um so here with no D or so with DK in now are you are you all aboard him like who's gonna tackle him
0: that's the thing. Who <laughs> is going to tackle him? Buda Baker did have the uh the save pick six, right? Or no. DK saved the pick six on Buda Baker, right?
1: Yeah. That so was think, funny a while ago, I'm trying yeah. I remember
0: that game. Um Yeah, I mean I'm good with both Seattle wide receivers because this is I mean, Lockett, this is a zone defense, so hmm. we we know what Lockett do.
1: Yeah, but I mean, DK or even all three.
0: Yeah,
1: like Jason's been coming on a lot the last half of the season, so
0: I have a lineup that has Bobo in it.
1: <laughs> he he did a well their last I'm matchup, which sure. is kind of funny, but
0: because he's min price.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'll get the Bobo this week, just with all the other cheap options we've got. <laughs> but the the top the top three, I'm a fan of in Walker. So yeah, load load up on Seattle is what I'm saying here. But uh,
0: yeah, and I I do like Connor and uh, McBride as runbacks.
1: Yeah, same here. So. Last 4 p.m. game, though, we've got Denver at the Raiders. We're both taking the Raiders here. Um, 37-point total. They're favored by three. Yes. I like Zamir here a lot. Great matchup. I'm excited for this
0: one. I do, too.
1: I'm ready for them to just kind of crush Sean Payton. (laughs) Because Antonio Pierce, we would say, like, we're Raiders. We're all playing. He's talked a lot about Zamir wanting to get him to, like, 20 touches, which he has. It's the matchup for it. So I do like him. He's kind of the only guy from this game I would kind of consider for DFS. Um. So Sean Payton pretty much said, without explicitly saying that he's gonna get Troutman his touchdown for his incentive. Um Good. So he he's done that before. I think he talked about like with Sanders and someone else. He helped him get incentives. He pretty much brought, he handpicked Troutman to come over and under before him. But he needs that one more touchdown, so he's gonna get him that. Yep. <laughs> but I I would rather I would rather bet that, which I I think I did. It wasn't great odds, but like I went and bet that at like five hundred or six hundred or something like that. Um. And then. Aside from getting him a touchdown, though, I don't know what all is going to happen, so I'm not, I not—I don't really feel like playing him just because if he just get the seven points, it's like, whatever. Um, but I don't think he's like a terrible option, though, just because if you're saying you know you're getting seven points, then
0: <laughs> that's also not the worst at tight end. Um, yeah. I like that touchdown prop, but for DFS, I don't really want him. I like Lucas Kroll better than Adam Troutman, just as a player at this point.
1: Yeah, we were hoping mode would be more. So yeah, it's twenty eight hundred. If you know at twenty eight hundred, we'll say it's like a five yard touchdown catch, and that's it. If you know you're getting seven point five for two point eight, that's not the end of the world.
0: Yeah, there's just there's other ones I like better. Yeah, you can go. Like Gasecki is twenty nine.
1: Yeah, I'd rather go Gasecki or like if out, go Tunyon going down. Like Mayer's out, you could go Hooper. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think I like Cooper here though. But there's all those mid sized guys Trimble, too.
0: Tremble.
1: Yeah. You know ton of mid prize options, so I don't think I'm going to go him in DFS, but I do want to mention Jaleel McLaughlin, though. Uh-oh. So, um, Peyton obviously really likes him. They've been getting him more work lately, especially these last couple of games with no Russ. Um, snaps have been coming up, touches have been coming back up. I think they want to see what they have in him more, like, because Piran, they can, you know, get out of their contract pretty easily this offseason, so I think they want to go, okay, is this guy, like, for real an option to beat, like, a lightning to the thunder of Javante? Um, so he's been getting the work lately, and um let going to check his price. Javante's pretty cheap, but, like, I'm not really feeling him here just because of, one, the decreased workload, and, two, the Raiders' defense has been tough. Yes. But um, Jaleel is 4-4. So the last couple of weeks he's gotten, so eight touches, three targets, six touches, uh, five targets, and four receptions on those. So the the work's been coming since they've ditched Russ, basically, and we've just did him. So I, I think they'll probably keep him involved. I don't know. That's the tough part is I don't know if I want to DFS him, but I think if you're looking at betting, if they fucking do the books are being pussies this week, <laughs> they're I know. they're taking so long on getting lines up. So once, once we get some Julio McLaughlin lines, I'm going to say like, okay, like that might be where you attack it just because of all the opportunity cost you would, would have. I think I might've bet his touchdown. I'm not sure at some point, but yeah, otherwise I'm not really huge on this game. I'll, I'll play, I I'll would play the Raiders D I would say.
0: This is a game I don't want too much DFS, but I am kind of interested in just because I feel like this is such a fun yin and yang of coaches. (laughs) You have Sean Payton, who's just benched Russ for money, um, which that goes over great with the players. And then you've got Antonio Pierce, who by all accounts, the players fucking adore Mm-hmm. Like, he is just a no-bullshit, like, we're not going to pussy around this. We want to hurt people <laughs> like, kind of coach. They absolutely love him. And if you look at the Raiders, their past few games,
1: They've they donged
0: on the Chargers. They they kind of donged on the Chiefs, even though the score isn't like a donging. They kind of donged on them.
1: The defense has been suffocating. Like,
0: 60 yards passing and one. yes I am all in like my lineups I am 100% going Raiders D and probably Zamir White like doing the running back defense combo
1: yeah I like that a lot I also I I didn't realize it Sunday just because we were um you know at the game but um Devontae got 13 for 126 and 2 he got I believe it was 20 targets 21 targets in a game fucking insane in the comeback wow so the Jags have awesome. officially act- activated Kirk, by the way. um, And they moved Jamal Agnew to reserve in a, in a related move. So again, we'll see if Christian Kirk plays or not. It'll be, it'll be uh, uh-huh. a tight one there, but um, yeah. Otherwise like, so we, we do have Mims and uh, Sutton back. Don't really want to get there here. Um, Manhurts and McGlinchey are out. So Manhurts is a blocking tight end for them and McGlinchey's on their line. So even more juice for Raiders D. Obviously we've talked about no Jacobs yeah. or Mayor. Um, Munford the left tackle doubtful. and then Facion, or sorry, Facison, whatever. Fucking shitter. Um, he's questionable with no practice, but it was illness, <laughs> so I think we're good.
0: Hell but. yeah. I, I do have some interest in this game, I'll say that. I I want a big Raiders win. I want them to win by thirty.
1: <laughs> I also want that. Yeah, this is more of like a personal thing than anything.
0: It's so funny because like their motivation for the Raiders, like in all accounts, shouldn't be super high if we're doing like motivation rankings. But it's a ten.
1: Yeah, I I you put know them know at I 10. think like a. Th- what I put? Out? I put them at a three, I think. But like they're not resting. They're, maybe like I don't know. There there may be some chances, some things that get a little weird. But I yeah, they're playing to win. Devonte. And they're playing for
0: Pierce too, you know, because last, well, fucking Bassachia, they liked him too.
1: Yeah. And they a big didn't runner.
0: hire him. And now it's like, all right, now we've really got an interim coach that we really like. Please, please, Raiders management.
1: <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping for the best on that. But um, yeah. Shall we move to the night game?
0: The big one.
1: hmm So this is on the FanDuel main slate, by the way. So this is what I'm stacking there. Um. It makes, it makes DK a lot tougher that it's not there because you have to get a little weird with it, but I mean, this is the obvious stack game to me just because of all the motivation and all the firepower here. Um, we're both taking Buffalo right now. They're favored by two and a half. That, I think, moved a smidge, but not a ton. Um, then 48-point total. That is dropped down for 50 and a half, um, I think because of some injuries. So Mitch Morse is questionable with an illness in practice Friday, but I think I saw an update that he's expected to play like as we've been recording. So um, yeah, he was removed, so he's all good to go. Um, dolphins so they're kind of banged up um, so they're obviously really Bradley Chubb up. is on IR yeah Zayvon Howard's out and then uh, Jerome Baker, Jalen Waddle, and Mostert all questionable but I don't think any of them play that's my lean the The wording especially around Mostert and um, Waddle, is not reassuring and then Baker's been hurt for on and off this season so I think they're going to say hey like we're in the playoffs regardless. Like, he got hurt in Week 13, it was, yeah. So, I think they're going to just let him keep chilling. Like, having him here would be nice to get the two seed, but I think they're more concerned about having him alive next week. Um, yes. And the same same with Mostert and Waddle. Um, so, Mostert... I was say,
0: if this game didn't matter, I still probably wouldn't do Mostert, because, like, he's already reached his incentives, I'm assuming. But Yeah,
1: like, he already the got the... I think yeah, he think he already got the Dolphins touchdown record or whatever. So
0: and he um, hit a thousand. He's got yeah. like eighteen touchdowns r- rushing.
1: Hilarious, but yeah. So McDaniel said he would not close the door on Waddle and Mostert playing, which sounds like he won't. <laughs> it sounds like they won't play. That's how I'm interpreting yeah. that.
0: I'm gonna take that as a doubtful. But he's leaving the door open three inches.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, Reek um oh, Reek is within reach of the uh season record for receiving. He needs 248 to pass uh Calvin Johnson. So for Tyreek, I think that's doable. Um that would be insane if he hit the single yeah. game and single season record at once. That would then, be a Reek uh, thing. Yeah, and then Tua um he's probably going to lead the league in passing, so that's cool. Um Jalen is <laughs> Jalen needs three pass touchdowns to get to that uh 4k and 30. So that'd be a cool milestone to hit. Um, oh, if Kincaid gets three receptions, he breaks the Buffalo tight end
0: reception record. So nice. He should get that. I think this is a good spot for him too.
1: Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like him here in general. So like I'm pretty much going Jalen digs Kincaid for Buffalo. I think, I think cook solid too, but he's kind of expensive. And then for the dolphins, I like reek, reek to a It's very consolidated, which makes the stacking really easy. Honestly, like yeah. this isn't a game game for me personally. No. Yeah, I would agree with that. But um yeah, this is this is a fun one. So, yeah, Miami, if they win, they're the 2 seed. If they lose, they fall to 6. Buffalo needs to win cuz if they if they lose and Pittsburgh wins, they're out completely. And then if absurd. they win, they're the 2 seed. Yeah, it's it's yeah. boggers. So, um but yeah, I'm going to kind of go through and recap a little bit of stuff just cuz there's a lot to go over. Uh, once I don't want to kind of get a nice consolidation here. Um so some so some general guys were pretty on the lions pretty on the Seahawks. Um like Zamir White. Um Niners and Rams have a little bit of effery going on, but there's some there's some potential big values there. Um maybe Mason and Bell and then for the Rams we talked about Davis Allen for sure. And then like 2 2 and Benny Crystals. Um uh, I do want to mention real quick with Buffalo the line matchup is good for james Conner, not for james Conner, for james cook i should say i wrote in chef here just so i wouldn't mix it up but again that game's nice and stackable right, you just covered jaleel deandre swift is in a good spot but and i feel like the must win it's like <laughs> i'm just gonna take her AJ brown um like the dj Moore and fields um i don't want to mention ronnie rivers again with those rams guys um for the Lions, or sorry, for the for the Cowboys, I mean, that Pollard, CD Dak is all just kind of nice. And with them and the Eagles definitely look for runbacks for sure. It's because they're cheap and there's the motivation there. Um, and, yeah, I guess the Browns maybe keep an eye on Harrison Bryant. Uh, obviously, at yeah. the Cardinals with Connor and McBride. And then Tampa, just, you know, they need to win too, so, you know, Rashad White and get Evans so are definitely options there too. So, yeah, just yeah, we got a lot to ones. go through. I've I've got yeah, I've got the most recent motivation chart posted on Twitter, so you can find that at uh Mozzie and Muscle on Twitter. Um you can find us online at MozzieAndTheMuscle.com and on Instagram at Mozzie and the Muscle. Um the next time we are back, it'll be the playoffs. So playoffs. Those are always some of my favorite. I love the playoff DFS slates. Um The stuff you break down and find that should happen often does happen just because the coaches are like oh shit, here's the spot, and then uh, yeah, so, hectic week here, but then we really, really consolidate, and uh, we can have some fun with that, so uh, thank you all for tuning in, and we'll be back soon.